Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to the Penny Bloom Podcast. And once again, the Bad Batch Bitches are back. Today, we are discussing Season 3, Episode 4, titled A Different Approach. I'm Colton Robertson, and I'm joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. Uh, We got another goodie. We got another goodie this week. I'm Mm. so very pleased with the state of the Bad Batch at present. Uh, Everything about this episode just... It felt Star Wars, baby. Star Wars is back. We're back. We're back, man. We are so back. You know, I think... The three episode release at the beginning makes a lot of sense because if you release any one of those by themselves, it's not like they're bad, but they all hit very well. Just dropping them all at once, it gets you back in the season. Everything's perfect. This one is like, I don't know, I was more so given the end of this episode. For those who don't know and have not been here, we are not a spoiler free show. Mm. You can go ahead and dip. (laughs) If you have mm-hmm. not watched the episode, and if you haven't and you yeah. don't care, you can stick around. I don't mind. I'd recommend watching it, though. That would be my highest priority if I were you. Um, Only 20 minutes, you know, about, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's very easy. Very, very easy. 23, 24, you know. Okay. So they're, um, they're beefing them up a little bit then. Are they usually that long? Yes, or, they typically oh, okay. are. Um, they Maybe don't Clone abide Wars by the network. Tell, yeah, Clone yeah. Wars is 22 because they had to abide by the network time mm-hmm. slot. Now I with see. Disney Plus, you can uh, you can kind of beef them up Fair as game. much as you'd like. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so we've been treated to four very good episodes, and given the end of this episode, makes even more sense the pacing they decided to approach the season with in the first three, um, mm. and it makes even more sense why episode two was there. You know, they didn't want to just be like. And they're back, you know, like uh, you had to get a little bit of something at least with them uh, on the journey, on the search, on the prowl. Um, Mm -hmm. And while I do appreciate I I, they must have some fucking stuff to cook the rest of this season, because if we're already here. Mm -hmm. Yo, I mean, the titles don't look good moving forward. They just don't really. I'd really like if the rest of the season they're just going on this, like, free everybody, you know. We're going to free all the animals. We're going to free all the clones. We're going to free everybody from the Empire. Just fight the Empire and kind of, you know, that's that's their thing. But I'm assuming it's going to go bad for Omega or somebody Somebody. at some point, you know. it's We can't have all sun sunshine and rainbows um i don't know why that's hard for me to sunshine say, when but... she's gone i mean we do end with a little tension 
You know, there it's not the really happiest attention. ending. It, I, I am definitely crying tears of joy uh, whenever mm-hmm. Omega is hugging Wrecker and and Hunter. But then and then you know it's like oh I had a little bit of help. Kind of uh, Obi Wan Kenobi enter you know yeah. like kind of kind of esque um, on on Must- Mustafar. Um, yeah. But uh, but Hunter and Wrecker are gonna take some convincing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, the last time that they saw Crosshair, weren't they shooting at each other? Like, like, isn't that, like, or, I'm trying to think of, like, the the last interaction they had. The last um, interaction they had, I'm fairly certain, is the season one finale, when he hmm. chooses to not go with them. Okay, that's actually true. So, no, but there wasn't a time in season two where they crossed paths, and, like, they might have, like, shot at each other or something like I that, and then, don't... like... I don't believe so. Yeah, no. okay, there might have been with Hauser and Ryloth and all the stuff that happened there. Uh, a, a rewatch ahead of season three would have been beneficial, but I, I just know the uh, I know the general outline of the way. But I definitely feel. at Camino, they definitely at parted ways least, there for yes. certain. He oh, chose to go with the Empire. They were told, and he told them. That he mm-hmm. didn't have his inhibitor chip anymore, and he is making this choice for himself. Um, I don't believe that, and I, I still don't. Um, I think his inhibitor chip is still in there, but just like all the other clones, it's lost its effectiveness, or, or yeah. most of the other clones. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't think he had a choice in that matter, but they don't know that. So I think that uh, it's there's going to be a little tension, but Omega is going to vouch, and shit's going to go okay. Ultimately, however, they didn't get out of there fast enough. You mean like the Empire is just going to be yeah, right? They will. They will be there. We're losing the uh, the ship, guaranteed. That's oh. the big. That's the big first loss. Oh no, that's been like their home, man. That's mm-hmm. like it. It is imp. You know, it is Empire. Like what do you call that i don't know like design um like it right like it's it's very that's not a it's, it's republic it's a republic ship mm, um, okay that then turned kind of uh, i don't become i see a, yes and it's it's one of my favorite ships in star wars i fucking love that thing uh, and as it has been the bad batch home and where omega spent her first days off planet off of camino and the first home she had away from home and no, you know, they already blew up the freaking razor crest and that was just gone. And like this one, this one will hurt a little more, you know, like this one. It's not quite like the ghost blowing up and like going for good, but it's it's like it's closer to the ghost than it is the razor crest. I would for say me. so. Um, I don't want that to happen. Um, But what? Yeah. What what would go bad here? Because, I mean, this episode, you. You said um, previously that you were like, man, love the Crosshair and Omega episodes. You know, love, yeah, fuck love yeah. these interactions, and and boom, we got we got a a beautiful one here of Crosshair. Finally, you know, we we I was was kind of on the fence if he was actually, you know, you kind of going back in. Yes. You oh, did were. I say we? Did I say we? Um, you did yes, initially. No. You corrected yourself, but I wanted to emphasize. Yes, I I was on the fence of. Of where Crosshair was was gonna go, but this this was pretty clear. You know, it he had right. all the money. He had all the money. He could have ran, could have gone. He had his out. 
No. Yeah, he he said that line where he had in the first episode. You know, if he had the opportunity, he wouldn't think twice, and he immediately thought twice. Yep. Uh, and it was wonderful. It was wonderful to see because I mean, I love the evolution over the course of this episode uh, of Batcher and his affection for Crosshair. Uh, him kind of being yeah. skeptical and growling at Crosshair at the beginning of the episode and feeling uh, hostility. And by the end, he's mm-hmm. licking his cheek and he's sitting in his lap and all that stuff, like adorable. And they're obviously going with the Batcher is the morale detector. Of, yes, 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 absolutely. Um, I love that shit, man. I love that shit. And I think that they did a really, really good job. This one, um, so far, I mean, th- Episode two is far and away the weakest episode. And even that had this fun, just genre episode thing mm-hmm. going for it. Like it was fun. It was, it was just pedal to the metal. We're having a good time. This one blended the story elements with the excitement elements and just the fun stuff. Uh, and it felt so endlessly they star Wars, you know, I turned the critical up. value up a notch too. here. It seemed like this one was beautiful, like on multiple like accounts like where it didn't need to be for no reason like there was like the i don't know we were kind of uh talking about this one trooper uh that they it it seems that there's there's a focus on him and i don't know i i'm not completely going to dismiss him actually you know there there goggles and trench coat yeah there is something kind of going on that there are multiple soldiers that wear that trench coat so it's not like singular to that one clone cuz like walking out of the bar there's like two guys that are wearing that coat but those glasses and those goggles there's like a wire that comes down outside of the helmet and then like back down into the coat or like back down into his helmet or something or his neck and that i don't know that that kind of is interesting and he is watching and like in a watchtower and like kind of watching over everybody very mysterious but you know that final shot of whenever like it it, it's his face and like omega and cross are about to take off and like just the like the the wind, wind currents kind passing. of yeah like passing yeah. like it was just so cool like Looked and great. and yeah I, I like perfect animation like the medium it was just like just it's it's perfect doing that in real life like you can't I, how the heck are you gonna have a you can't I, I don't know I guess you way. you kind of could but like you couldn't see the wind like that you know mm-hmm. it, it was it's really cool and I, and like um I didn't know that it was a moon of Ryloth that we were meeting on um at the end there but after you pointed that out to me um like yeah, that was where like met, uh, it's where they met Hera oh, in season one dude that's so cool like and they they sent out a secret message so like this has to be like their their kind of like in case of emergencies we're meeting here like this is like a safe moon you know so, or like safe well, house I mean, you know like, like sort of thing or I wonder if it's if that's the case or if they knew because Ryloth is still Imperial space. Um, I'm pretty sure it's still I'm hmm. I'm pretty sure I might be mistaken. Um, no, fairly certain. Uh, but that was where uh, the Sindulas felt comfortable meeting in secret. So if that's where the Sindulas felt comfortable meeting mm. in secret, they're okay. like, we should be yeah. good to meet there in secret, you know? So I, I dug that a lot. Mm. It was a great callback to what many proclaimed a one-off uh, or a filler in, mm-hmm. in early seasons with the Ryloth arc where the, one of those episodes didn't even have the batch in it, you know? Um, yeah. So it was nice to see that come back around uh, with a an extremely impactful moment 
Um, yeah, and it looked good. Them getting there, gorgeous. like seeing Ryloth in the background, and and then like them going, like it just the camera movement. It's not an actual cam. I don't know, but just like oh, yeah, showing yeah. the the planet, and then the ship like zoom overhead, and it like swipes over. I don't know. It was very apparent this episode, at least to me, that like it, it seemed to be a step up even more on like the the animation style and just i don't know they it seemed like they were kind of showing off a little bit um this episode to me but yeah i i I adored it you know it's it very cute you know not much has happened we we predicted quite a lot of things might happen you know and and we might be going you know all gas, no brakes. But, you know, we, I, I kind of like that we slowed down just a little bit. And we got, you know, they're still on the run. Things are still very high stakes and everything. But oh, yeah, it's yeah. not quite like, oh, Vader's here. Hemlock is already on their tail. No, and like, yeah. Or, and I know or we something crazy. But about Vader showing up. For me, that is a late season late game. prediction. Okay. Um, yeah. That's a long-term uh, thing for me. Because, I mean... I wouldn't even really, it, it, it is slowing it down to a degree. You know, we did predict, like, there were things that that went wrong at the beginning of the episode that, of course, they got shot a lot. The comms are down. Mm. They got to crash land somewhere. Yeah. Like, okay, you, that automatically, as soon as you start the episode that way, we know, okay, this is going to be another Crosshair and Omega episode. You know, it's mm-hmm. a, uh, and that's kind of called that as well. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that, but you were like, you were like, oh, it could be as easy as like the comms are too long range or like the Empire could track them or yeah. like, and it's like literally both. Um, and I, I thought that, I, I don't know. And like Crosshair like, knows that they let them go, which means that they're confident that they can yeah. follow them. Uh, and yeah. you mean, the Empire yeah. will be following us, you know, like that, that whole thing. Yeah. It's, uh, yep. it's, it's beautiful. It's, and it's, it's simple and effective storytelling. I loved the, one of the one of my favorite things about this episode was just the invasiveness of the empire there was mm. such a presence on lao that omega thought they already found them as like fugitives that she thought that they'd sent back up to lao extra forces to bring them down but crosshair's like no this is a standard patrol this is what they do um loved that detail i loved Yeesh. the inclusion mm-hmm. of the absolute douchebag captain um the one who, who played him yeah, if it's i don't someone, know like he sounded like very familiar he sounded yeah. extremely familiar so i'd be i'd be excited to learn um but uh, we actually i forgot to mention this last week we got a wonderful uh guest appearance in the second episode on the planet where uh, Hunter and Wrecker. Yes. Yeah, yes. we got Angelica I Houston. I yes, which I uh-huh. forgot to mention. Um, but in the Bad Batch, just in a Bad Batch episode, uh, you know. It was like, also not her first for, uh, foray into Star Wars. She's been in a she's been a voice before. Can't remember what, but I think it was a Clone Wars hmm. character. Um, but regardless, uh, I would like to know who played him because he was perfect. Uh, Is it I love- Captain Man? Would that I'm be that's probably? Perfect. Um, uh, Captain Man. Harry Lloyd um, played him, and he's known for the theory of everything, the Iron Lady, um, Anthropoid, and Jane Eyrie. Harry Lloyd, huh? 
Yeah. Oh, it looks like okay, video game. Looks like uh, like just a a voice, a voice actor. actor. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Does I don't know. Nothing's like popping up where I would. It's, I mean, that's his hysterical name, name. If you're a fan of Dumb and Dumber, Harry Lloyd. I that yeah. It's that's like is that the actual name or is that both of their names? That's both of their names. It's just both of their names. One of them is Lloyd, name. one of them is Harry, and this guy is Harry Lloyd. That's outstanding. Harry um, Lloyd. Love that. Um, but regardless, mm-hmm. um, he did a great job. I loved the uh, the just immediate, you fucking despise this guy, the self-importance, the you understand that this guy thinks he is way more important than he actually is. Mm. You know, there's nothing mm. that happens on Lao that I don't know about. That's- um, oh, good business. So that must mean I have been having a very successful day. Then you know he's like very squilliam kind of um, from SpongeBob esque. I felt like he's. Uh, no, it was it was nice that Omega. You know, I guess is the Kiner tweet finished. You know, is is it wrapped up? It, because it seemed to be that that Omega was on the other side of this, you know, Uno plus four plus four thing. plus four. So she won the game though. Point every week. Yeah. The cryptic kinder tweet. Like the first uh, one was easy. First one, simple. We got it. Lula. You know? Yeah, the Lula. Um boom. This but one, this... the plus fours, the Uno, this kid has no idea what's coming for them. Oh, the card game. Yeah, so she wins. She does win the card game. She plays and everything. But mm-hmm. like what's the what's the redacted what's the you know why is the last card redacted is it is it just because she won the card game but then the guy comes back and and then is like oh well pay me my fine for um gambling and then pay me for you know being a fugitive and, and blah 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 is that yeah, the I don't know. I redacted don't know. part um, um could be could be like uh they were being cautious about like an uno reverse card you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, they plus four, plus four, plus four. She ends up winning, but they're like, bah! You know, like, mm-hmm. run that back, you know? Um, the reverse card's at the end, so they're like, nah, we can't show that. That's too yeah, clear. That's okay, I like that. I like that. Um, um, well, and it's also, the tweet's also a grown man playing against a child. The original, mm-hmm. like, this kid has no idea what's coming for them. And that is the essence of this card game: is that uh, this self-important asshole okay. thinks that this kid has no idea okay. what's coming yeah. for him. Uh, so there, it's it funny because in up. the past, their cryptic tweets have been a little more like dreadful. Like I don't know what's coming. Oh God! Oh fuck! And that one mm-hmm. felt dreadful. And then you get the answer, and you're like, Oh, okay. Um, Maybe they're playing us, you know, they're, they're, they're playing with our feelings. They're like, oh, we'll throw you two nice ones, you know. They nailed it again, man. The uh, mm-hmm. the Kiner siblings and their father. Um, uh, Kevin Kiner is the dad of Sean and Deanna. Um, hmm. And okay. he's actually the one who scored uh, Clone Wars and Rebels. And uh, so I didn't realize they've only been credited wow. in previous seasons, uh, specifically the Bad Batch seasons one and two as like additional music. It was Kevin Kiner getting credited with the score music by Um, Mm -hmm. now they are alongside their father. And that was one of the shitty things about this episode is that they dead named Deanna in the, uh, in the credits was, which was not cool. Um, Yeah. What happened? 
the, the first three episodes, they were fine. They did, yep. it, you uh, know. My money. Uh, Deanna recently came out within the last year, so they prioritized making a quick change immediately, and it's likely just an oversight. I doubt it was done with any malice. Mm. Um, but hopefully on the not. the wiki page, someone art a screenwriter already said that it's going to be fixed. Um, I'm sure. At I'm least sure. so. Yeah, um, like uh, that's my that thing they're already that. on it. Um, yeah i'm I'm like i'm sure it was just an oversight i doubt it was done with any ill intention at heart because uh i mean like the mm-hmm. the kinder siblings are they are a massive reason the show has like gr- grown its audience the interaction they're willing to have with fans mm-hmm. online and the <laughs> the love they feel and the love they give and everything it's it, they yeah. are so open and so pleasant online that i absolutely love following them year round but specifically yeah. when bad batch is going on uh and they got was... sport soka which was very cool as oh, well okay. so they uh yeah. they, they've been around for i sure. saw them posting like uh, their names next to john williams and they were like yeah. holy shit they're like oh my god look at this this is insane yeah. and it's it, it feels like they're they're another... just that was another thing that really sucked about this week too is that i saw how excited they were last week so if they're like it would have really sucked last week if it like really sucked because it was next to john williams last week but this week it's mm -hmm. just them you know there's no john williams so i was thinking like but but if, if i worked on something and i got that amount of joy out of seeing my name in the credits yeah i would watch for the credits every single week um oh, so that's for probably, sure watching yeah, for the credits like then. that's that's yeah. a knife in the fucking heart you know so like i i the, all my love with deanna kiner Lo- love mm. love her love the kiner siblings and i hope and i i believe i'm hoping by friday when our episode is out that's already been corrected hopefully mm-hmm. this is a this is an aged issue yeah. um someone but, says uh, that jennifer corbett or corbet i don't know um corbett, yeah. is she's the is, showrunner has later confirmed that the issue would be fixed. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's uh, she's the showrunner. Her and Brad Rao, okay. um, they they're responsible for the uh, for the series that we both love. Um, hmm. People love. I love online whenever they're like Dave Filoni, you and you you you're fucking me up this week, and people being like, well, actually, Dave hmm. Filoni has little to nothing to do with this show. Um, understand the misconception as he's credited with pretty much everything in Star Wars modernly. Um, and even so, like, it was, it's, he's the first name that pops up in the credits. Ag- executive producer. Yeah. So how one. much, how much over, how much just impact does he actually have on the show at all? Like this. I'm not sure in a day to day sense. Um, is he I'm really sure like a Kevin Feige now? Like he's kind of yeah, just. That's actually the exact position he holds at Lucasfilm now is hmm. the creative director, like the creative director. There was okay. like, uh, so he's. Every single show gets ran by him now before it's committed to filming. Okay. Um, so it's not like he says, here's the big beats you guys got to hit, make the show around it, come back to me. It's like, hey, we have this show. show. Is it okay? Know. Yes, yes. Um, hmm. Does this break anything we have on a larger scale plan? I see. Um so he is much more of a feige position modernly um but mm. regardless uh yeah jennifer corbett and brad rao and the kiners and uh who knows how many other people but like those those four in my head when i think of who's responsible for this show that i really mm-hmm. love d bradley baker and michelle ong those would be the other the other two obviously it's true 
it's kind of a, a small knit group really here, you too. know. Yeah, I mean, because like cast wise, whenever yeah. the five main characters are, you know, portrayed by the same fucking guy, uh, it's yeah, it, it's not it like a rebels situation. Family, you know? Yeah, it's not like a rebels where you're. I don't know. You have multiple characters that are voiced by multiple people. It's like a like a family guy where it's mm. all just kind of the same dude running <laughs> running everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, and that's that. And I want to give some credit to Michelle Ong. I didn't. I feel like I didn't do enough last week to kind of because it's so natural. It's just like being around somebody for so long, you don't realize their voice is dropped. You don't realize yeah. they are like. Hello. Like that yeah. was crazy Hello. when you sent me that. The difference uh, between the Hello. her two. Hello. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, her voice is dropping and she's looking like she's looking much older and her hair is much longer and there are shots where she just is the spitting image of Hunter and it's just fucking jarring. She's getting that headband oh, and it is going oh, to be the absolutely. saddest thing of all time. I I like I I cuz you see her hair kind of like it or falls maybe in the same spot, and maybe, maybe there is a happy ending, and Hunter doesn't have to die in order for her to get this headband. It's just like he it's goes to Pabu, like maybe he's like, okay, it is my time to stop. But Omega is like, I cannot. Like I'm so young, my fight's not over. You go retire. Um, but then Hunter's like, take this, you know. Uh, it or seems impossible but... from where I'm sitting. No. Well, no. I mean, like, don't. I'm not going to go with the death route. Um. Mm. However, even if it, it seems impossible either way, that Omega doesn't end up in the rebellion. Um. Mm-hmm. If they don't die, I feel like she feels like she has things to do, so she'd go and fight. If they do die, she is now given a very personal reason to fight. You know, like, uh, it's. So either way, I don't really foresee mm. a situation where she doesn't end up fighting with the rebellion, um, be it through Captain Rex and Echo, because I could see Hunter, I could see Hunter, Crosshair, and Wrecker settling the fuck down. Absolutely, yeah. uh, I, I think they've earned it. They fought their wars. They've done their thing. Um, mm-hmm. Now you oh, can yeah. rest. Um, but I, I love that Tabu. Is just the perfect. If you have never seen them before, it's because they're at Pabu. It's like yeah. it, it's always a possibility that the happy ending is there. Um, but so I sure fucking hope. So we cut in next episode. What's the what's what's the vibe? Yeah, are they? Is is Omega the one that's gonna have to be like okay now, guys? Crosshair's like. He's kind of chill, you know. He's got like something little thing going on. We need to talk to him. Let's like, yeah, I like. Is Omega gonna be the the middle, you know, middle I mean, ground? I think she or... has to be. I think she has to be. I because Crosshair has said and done the right thing before and ended up kind of folding on that, you know. So it's, it, it, I don't think it can come directly from him. I imagine the thing that will really end up reinforcing their bond is I think Crosshair is going to have to get vulnerable about tech. Ooh. Oh. Um. Yeah. I, I think is that there's going to have to be. He knows. Yes. Uh, I, they, they, he never learned on screen. I don't think. Um, I don't believe he ever learned on screen, 
but there was a mention within the first three episodes where Omega says something about tech and mm. Crosshair kind of gets a little grave and she does too. So it's like she's at least told him since she's been there, you know, like that, that sort of thing. Um, Did you see that they have tech's goggles like yes. Hunter? They have. So like they went down there and like looked, they might've found his body like, and they, that really, when they showed that they had his goggles, really anchored your theory from the end of season two about him like recording stuff with his goggles. Um, I, I I liked that a lot more. Uh, no, maybe they're just broken and they're done. But like, do you think they've like plugged them in to try to see, like, no, no, and watch what he's recorded? Happened. I I doubt they even know he did that. I, oh, I'd be God. willing to bet it's an accidental discovery of some sort. If that oh, if that comes around, no. Um, okay, what? Why would they want to use his gog? Let's see. Maybe it's just like we need some intel on blah blah blah. Tech had all the shit. Let's look at his goggles. And then oh, what's this folder? Secret recordings, you know, or out of, or like his little. Yeah. diary basically family uh, uh, home, family home videos oh yes gonna that's gonna be if we ever get a montage like that that's the vibe we're getting is uh oh man video. and you think right. it would be it's probably gonna start as like battles and training and stuff mm -hmm. and then it's just gonna be like them hanging out uh, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be no no yeah. there's gonna be one of of him teaching omega the maneuver in the ship whenever mm -hmm. like the and it's yeah. oh no Detection. dude there's there's Detection. gonna there's going um, to be a mod i like i could actually see that and happening. you know how you know what the last video is this is perfect wrecker and omega slowly getting further away as he as he drifts into the abyss it's gonna be wonderful it's gonna be so moving uh I mean, it is the last thing it's that is recorded. That's for sure. Uh, maybe there will be like a fee, you know, fee Giona. I, I, yeah. I still want to see her. I, I missed her this step. I, I really thought maybe. I know. We'll I'm like, back. when is she coming back around? Um, where is she? She just had Pabu, maybe. I think she's still on Pabu. Um, she's still kicking it. So, but yeah, I don't know. I guess we just got to get to Pabu. But we already were on Pabu. What the hell? We dropped the boys off, right? I guess maybe off screen. I'm like, oh damn, we just kind of skip over that. The, so the maybe other the, thing, maybe the boys are in there two, in the ship still. They could be, but my thing is that episode two could have taken place any time over the last six months. True, it has been a while. It has yeah. been they, quite like, some time. Star Wars confirmed that, like, they have like little tidbits about episodes, like the amount mm. of uh, it indicates like. The tick six marks. months worth of in t of uh, rotation. Uh, so she's been there for six months. And a thing um, I keep forgetting is six months for Omega is a year for Hunter and Wrecker. It's like they operate on like a dog year sort of right. sort of thing. I don't almost. think the time literally um, passes at that rate. They they, they age. age. That's what I'm that saying. Yeah. Yes. So like a dog, like it's. Like, a dog doesn't experience time any faster than us, but they die a whole lot faster, you know? Right. So it's, like, it's sad to compare them to a dog, but, like, no, at least it's right. not seven years, you know? At least it's it's one to two and not one to seven, you know? It's a lot better. Um, but, yeah, I, I, that's, like, Crosshairs, um, is, that, is it just purely mental? 
or like do you think they go down a route where they're trying to be like he like clones just break down over like it's after the war they weren't ne- meant for this so like like they're just breaking down or do you think like it's purely like his mental battle that he's having and like or in terms of what his like his little handshake his little like tremor oh, or his little like gotcha, um gotcha. whenever he stops firing um, for a little bit you know and shakes I his hand think- like I don't think that's a clone specific thing. I think that's a crosshair specific thing. Yes. I think the thing that he's been so good at all his life, he's been shaken so deeply by his experience and what he's had to do that he no longer feels completely confident. I think we are going to get a shot when he officially reunites with the batch where he is completely steady, um, where he is completely on point and it's because he's oh. Um, oh. he's going to be struggling the whole time. And then when he's yeah. like, no, I'm back with my boys. This is where I belong. He's going to, like, we're going to get, like, the next time he hits, like, an epic crosshair He's going to throw his mirrors. Yes, he's going to yes, throw his little yes. mirrors and, and do a little. it's going to be the first time he's rolling with Hunter and Wrecker in some serious capacity. Crosshair um, kills Darth Vader with the crit. <laughs> yeah, Matt, like, they change, they they change, change everything Vader. for this show. They he, Like, with the craziest shot. No, okay, let's see. Who... Who could crosshair like? Is it to kill someone, or maybe like a shot to to like save? Maybe it it causes a chain reaction to happen to save someone. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's um, I mean not he could kill Hemlock. Ooh. Uh huh. Yeah. That's probably the person he will kill. Um. If I had to guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I saw that that uh, Hemlock and palpatine are definitely fucking like that that's a couple yeah that's they're they're of the same mind yeah um, no it's uh it's hilarious i saw those tweets last week too those were that was a hilarious they are fucking you know if if we're getting the christopher nolan yeah yeah. we're getting the christopher nolan screen right of this fucking yes hot sweaty a little brutal you know that's how they describe it he's so scientific yes you know that's that's him lock um, but um, okay, I, I didn't think of him as like a death, but definitely like I mean, yeah, I, very if, likely. If there's, if there's been an imperial introduced, who we are going to get the Tarkin moment with, or you know that that sort of like a uh, Richard uh, Richard E. Grant in the Rise of Skywalker when he's standing on the bridge and then you watch it explode, mm. kind of like that's Hemlock. That's that's the okay. imperial here. I um, think Nala say Nala says to is, go on. Dude, she's sadly oh. pretty confirmed probably gone which sucks and like hemlock does say it this episode he's like uh weird you know awful strange how uh she escapes the same night we find out that her blood works how weird is that and all says like yes but oh. that's an aberration just, just like clone herself. Omega is, and 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 I was like, okay, whatever for now. Okay, we'll walk away. Yeah. Um, he's like, sure, whatever. Uh, we'll test that whenever we got her back. And then then he's like, yeah, whenever we do test that, uh, your safety's not so safe uh, any longer, which is really no, really guarantee. sad. And maybe, oh, maybe that's the infiltration and extraction. Uh, mission that they're on. Omega's like, we got to get Nala Say out of there. Like, we got to get Nala Say and all the other clones out of there. That's and, the middle of the season, right? Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's six and seven. Infiltration extraction. Okay. We have the return next episode. Um, the return. Back to Naboo, baby. 
Maybe that's the obvious answer or the return of another member that we thought we lost. Um, Possibly. I don't want to think that it's happening for sure. Like, I don't, he could just be gone. And gone he could be. No, and frankly, Um, I hope he is. That's one of the better sacrifices in modern Star Wars. And I know that we are notorious uh, for if you don't see a body, they're not really dead in Star Wars. That's just like one of the characters survived being cut in half. Mm hmm. Yeah. This is true. So, um, it's it, pretty much anything's on the fucking table. Mm-hmm. Anakin Skywalker survived getting three limbs chopped off and being burnt alive by lava. Um, mm-hmm. so that'll that's gotta hurt. I'd I'd say I don't know. I'd probably kill most people. Um, I'd probably die from that one. Ray um, survived being dead. This is true. She actually survived being dead. Yeah. Yes, she literally was. And that one, we saw the body. So, like, that's the thing, is that, like, anything's on the fucking table. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, the the one who stood out to me this week as the potential tech was obviously any, any character with goggles. I'm going to go tech, yeah. you know? Um, so it's just the way things are. However, the detail from the first three episodes that they have Tex goggles throws a wrench into the idea um, for sure that he'd I be alive. could see them getting there, them just finding the goggles. The body's nowhere to be found. They just see the goggles. Maybe the Empire got there first, got his body. No, yes. Um, and And then they go back get the glasses and they're like well where the heck's his body that's weird the empire wouldn't care about their goggles you know they're like oh, well fuck it we just need his body for whatever reason um yeah. maybe that is maybe that is part of i mean like that would that would have to be what happened like yeah uh, like project necromancer like recently dead clone soldiers let's just see if we can resurrect them like mm. they're testing so many clones just for their blood to see if a potential m count could could match but another process of necromancer i mean probably resurrections a a, a big big yeah, part of it tempting resurrection um, at all yeah i know for sure but uh but uh in relation to project necromancer uh last week we spun the yarn a bit about the origins of you know like a order 66 and how he's stealing he stole the bodies of jedi to match and stuff you know uh, I even spun the thread that maybe he wanted Anakin to eventually be like his host body, like he wanted to clone him, make that like the capability of him with his mind and his consciousness, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and in addition to that, not so just another another little layer is is there any chance that the source of Clone Force 99's deformities is that they were an attempt at force sensitive clones. Oh, never mind. Okay, never mind. I was I'm dumb. Um I I thought you were going down a way different path. Um I'm just going to backtrack there cuz the timeline just doesn't work. Um I thought you were going to say that each limb that Anakin lost was like uh taken and then that part of anakin was made into a clone and i mean it could be there there's there's comic stuff with the severed hand of luke skywalker um 
uh-huh. being like in a vat at Exegol and, and shit like that. So, you know, I wouldn't put it past them, but I kind of take that like once they've been severed and scorched, probably not so viable. But that's the thing, though, is that he jumped up. He got severed at the high ground. So, like, mm-hmm. did his arms and legs that were severed roll down with him, or was it just the remaining torso of him i suppose are his attention to where oh shit where do his arms and legs go or arms and leg or legs and arm because he already lost one arm before or part of an arm uh, forearm and now he lost the other right he has zero real hands right no real hands no real feet no damn he's a damn bro can't feel what you said yeah, but um, okay, but oh, sorry, I, I derailed. What what was no, your no 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 no? Um, my my grand thought? theory was that just that the Clone Force ninety nine, the Bad Batch, are um defective mm-hmm. because of being attempts at Force sensitive clones. I see. Um, yeah. Okay. As we see with Snoke, kind of, I mean, a deformed clone mm-hmm. that is granted Force capabilities. Is there yeah. any chance that all their enhancements? are signs of the force kind of channeling through them a little bit um okay obviously some of them are a little bit more physical not so like crosshair could easily be a force guidance thing uh tech's intelligence could easily be a force guidance thing uh even hunter's senses you could argue like he thinks of them as smelling and mm. hearing and stuff, mm-hmm. but what's actually happening is the force communicating to him. The only one that that's a little off with is Wrecker's size and uh, ability, his strength. Um, mm-hmm. That's so, genetics, um, though. That's just, and genetics can be, you know, yeah, the way um, how true. everything goes down. No, so, yeah, and I, I don't so much think that, but I do mm-hmm. think they could be the result of trying to create Force Sense. Yeah, because, you know, Palpatine, obviously, he'd be like, he's searching for any possible way that he can make himself a new body so that he can live longer. That's the goal. Mm-hmm. But then he would obviously be like, oh, well, can I make this body better? You know, how? what's the best possible body I can have? And I so want I, a rockin' bod. Yeah, so I'd see him be like, okay, we have this massive clone army. Um, let's try out some different traits. You know, let, let me see if I can be bigger. Let me see if I can be smarter. Let me see if I can be faster. If I can, um, I don't know, like have all these traits. And it, or maybe it is specifically for an M count. Like they're like, what gives a higher M count? Is it brawn? Is it, intelligence is it maybe they're testing different things to see whose m count is higher depending on you know everyone else's well and that Um, was my that was my other interest in do we know the origins of their abilities like were they specifically trying to create these abilities or were they a happenstance like did they just seems that they were like purposefully created clone force night well no, maybe we don't know. Maybe it could have been an accident, like Clone Force 99. They tried something that didn't necessarily go the way they thought, but they're still not so defective that, you know, they're useless or whatever. I don't know. It's weird to talk about them like that. But, um, no, de- defective, you know. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I see, like, in, in your theory of Anakin being the prime 
you know, kind of body that Palpatine wanted. That's they, that's the highest M count anyone's ever seen, you know, mm-hmm. ever, it, like even higher than Yoda. So like that makes perfect sense. Like they're looking for someone who has an M count. I guess it's I don't know. Is it Omega's M count that's high enough? It and that's the reason that it seems that. I don't think she has just a ridiculously high M count in terms of just being able to match with anybody. I think there's something about her blood that is compatible with M count blood. So I think it's kind of like a cells multiplying thing. Like I think she has a certain M count and it's enough to meld with force sensitivity. Um, Not necessarily Mm. enhance it, but, replenish it to a point where like i guess because they did a lot of talking about like matching m counts right like they said it either needs to match the host's m count or exceed it so like it either needs to be as force sensitive or more is is that like the is that is that correct to be like interchangeable as force sensitive or just make maybe how natural your your force sensitivity comes to you is that yeah, basically like, what m count is m count's interesting because clearly ahsoka's gone down the route where anybody can be force sensitive so mm-hmm. um, they're clearly I focusing on m count here though yeah it's... and i like that they're using m count in the modern star wars canon with like the mandalorian and stuff like obviously we weren't really old enough to get the discourse around the prequel trilogy midichlorians mm-hmm. were not nobody nobody gave a flying fuck about midichlorians um Mm-mm. they no. didn't like and frankly i don't love that there's a scientific component to the force i i get why george decided that was something he wanted to do it helped with the chosen one prophecy and kind of uh, helping qui-gon find the chosen one you know but like I guess you could you could still make it you know more spiritual in the sense that like the force decides who has a higher M count and like who will you know like Anakin maybe the reason his M count is so incredibly high is that he was so incredibly important to the fate of the entire galaxy so like it was right. he's not so incredibly important to the galaxy because he has a high M count his M count is high because he's important to the galaxy I exactly get I get so. You. Um, you know, maybe they, I, I see how it can be both ways where anyone can still be force sensitive if you truly have the training and dedication, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're already destined to kind of have a big impact on the galaxy, I guess that's kind of not free will. I, I guess, you know, I don't know however you want to look at it, but, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's crazy that like, um, they are going very scientific. It seems with this storyline, hmm. like Hemlock, no, like, like that's like, like at all, like and knowledge. That's what's interesting about the M count is that I do think a a certain M count is probably necessary for Palpatine mm-hmm. and for the process of transferring consciousness and for the process of inhabiting a body. So I don't think it's strictly like it's not the same as being born and just existing and if you train enough like palpatine doesn't have time to train again you know like bros i see yeah bro wants a body that's got the natural capability um he wants to get in and 
and go go immediately yeah. no so and story. now what omega's blood does in terms of i i mean I, I take it that she obviously has an m count um but there's got to be because if she can just match and exceed if that's the goal that would mean she has like the highest m count there is what if her enhancement isn't anything it's just that she ages slower than normal we've we this is we're coming full circle this is a theory have we oh really Mm -hmm. because like well i guess we see her hair get longer you know and she her voice is dropping and 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 everything so i I don't know but well to put a number on it that like the eight the the other clones age twice as fast Mm -hmm. so in theory what you're posing is that she would age twice as slow. Yeah, or maybe she has like some healing component. Like maybe Factor, it's like a Wolverine yeah. type thing going on. And, and that's why that's the thing in her DNA that works so well. She has a high M count, yes, but also it's like this. Like her M count could be her ability or and that's just the only thing is that it just is i mean i mean like that's my thing is that like i think that the way they're going if she had some sort of specific ability beyond what she's displayed which is keen intuition a great deal of uh foresight um mm-hmm I mean, that goes hand in hand with force sensitivity. So, like, okay, okay. So, so take it like you go back a couple steps. How does knowledge like they were? It's almost like they knew this would happen with Omega. Maybe, maybe not at the time of creating her, but maybe after creating her, they knew, like, Nala say knew that omega's blood would work 100 percent, and she had to get out of there because that is exactly what they're looking for so what do they have at camino whenever they're creating omega do they do they know at the time of creating her that she is this yeah that, that would be interesting did they make a huge fucking mistake destroying camino the empire i mean on for them, it's already a huge fucking mistake to destroy Ooh. Camino from a moral level. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do Kaminoans know how to create force sensitive clones? Like, is that something they are fully in control of? They know exactly how to do it. Um, that would maybe be Omega was the first. I don't know. Like, maybe they're like, let's try it out. We have a, a Jedi coming in order. You know, we're we're ordering a. They're just ordering a massive clone army, but what's a good business? You know, what's the next step that they're going to want? A Jedi army. Maybe they want that. Who knows? Or maybe the enemies will want that. So and that, that'll sell for more. Maybe, you know, that's just the way they operate. I don't know. Like, but it seem, it, it's interesting. It would be interesting to know if Omega was a, an accident stumbled upon that's like, oh, wow, look at this crazy one-off chance that's like, holy shit. Or If she was stumbled upon, it's a massive coincidence that she's one of the ones that can age slow. The other thing is that if they stumbled upon it, does it mean 
and I don't see how this would be physically possible, that they have the capability to alter the aging factor. Is that something that after creation? Um, like you could just hop in a little chamber and then come out 20 years older? Uh, well, not necessarily, but you can slow the aging process or speed it up. Not necessarily oh. like you will not instantly age, but like, is it possible for Hunter to hop in an aging chamber and return his lifespan to the ah. full extent? Um, now, I don't know. That's that, like, so we're talking about Star Wars. So coincidence doesn't really exist. What we're talking about is the fucking force, you know? So yeah. the thing for me is that like, if the, if the Kaminoans did not know Omega was going to be, uh, force sensitive or have a high M count, which I'm of the mind they didn't. I think that's something that Nalise stumbles upon. I'd go so far as to say there literally wasn't another Kaminoan who knew that besides Lama Sue. Mm. Um, he would be the only mm -hmm. other, like the prime minister of Kamino, the one who sent Cad Bane um, and, and stuff after her. Like, I'd be willing okay. to bet that was a closely kept secret. You know, um, mm -hmm. so uh, I would be willing to bet it's happenstance. I bet it's like, I'd be like, it's just part of their blood tests, you know, like, it seems like that's just a factor in your blood. Like the, the, the clones born, born, they're like, oh, fuck. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we'll play this whoa. one close to the chest. Um, but it's, it's interesting that she's also said to be in said to be, you know, like the opposite of boba or like created with the same as boba was created um and have this it seems that she is very separate from everything else you know this is special very 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 hands-on i don't know this is not the bulk order whatsoever this is um their doings but will be interesting to see how they they handle all the science stuff and and everything um because yeah, no, yeah you know maybe in those tanks they are just jedis and it is bodies that they know have high m counts and that's what you need in order to restore back to like a young age you know mm -hmm. you could hop in a chamber but you need something in order to restore your life right. and that well, is literal life itself so i remembered something for, you remember the room an Obi-Wan Kenobi that was just lined with Jedi frozen in like a homeostasis. Um, like the, like they were in like some sort of yellow gel thing. Oh shit. And they were seemingly being kept as like trophies by the inquisitors. Um, I mean, like mm -hmm. that would be a direct use for them. So like, mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm willing to bet that that's, that's a direct tie in, you know? Yeah. Maybe it um, isn't Palpatine's blood. In there, actually, you know, it is just Jedi blood, Jedi. or yeah. or just no. Yeah. That's kind of what we went over a couple of days ago with the season mm -hmm. one, uh, their season three premieres. That, like, what you landed on ultimately, that like those are a bunch of murdered Jedi from Order sixty six. I like that. I think that's a great idea. And who is I he staring at, man? We're gonna get that reveal of who is in there so? eventually. Oh yes, come on. You you think they leave it up? You think it is no. just Snoke, maybe, and it's like it is left no, up in the no. air, and then um, I'd be willing to bet Palpatine's twisted enough, and 
the storytellers for Star Wars are a little twisted enough. Um, who's to say they didn't go down to the the levels of Coruscant and retrieve Mace Windu's body, and he's being kept in that motherfucker. Confirm dead? Are you yeah. telling me they're going to confirm him dead here? I think he should be, regardless. I think he's. I think he's dead. It's uh, kind of but... too. It's it's been too long. It's like by now he would have yeah. somewhere. I'd or fuck. Maybe it's he just pops up on Anakin's, Abu. You know, it's a maybe part he's of like Anakin's downfall that. If Mace is alive, I feel like it does a little too much to kind of lessen that. Like, that's the final fucking thing, you know? That's the part that makes Anakin drop to his knees and go, what have I done? You know, like, I'm gone. You know, like, I'm not who I once was. Um, Wait a minute. Mace got a limb chopped off as well, though, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's multiple limbs down where we don't know where they are. Um, and maybe at this time period, we're working with Anakin Skywalker's limbs and, um, the limb of, of Mace Windu, Mace Windu but then yeah. in, in Mandalorian and Ahsoka times, we're working with the hand of Luke Skywalker or, yeah. you know, some other Jedi that they, they have. Yeah. And maybe that is a component that would be kind of sick. Uh, no, I and mean, kind it, of, and that's, that's why I'm like, I, regardless, I don't, the fact that they do not reveal who he's looking at does indicate that that specific one is of some importance big time like and that's what makes me think that of the dead jedi who's the biggest we one? know it'd be mace windu it that is. he's like snarling like god i've fucking done it you know um mm-hmm. and now the other option would be a potential host body a snoke a well and that's the thing is that snoke's kind of a disappointment um, and he's also not developed until Exegol. We've, we see the vats of Snoke on Exegol. Mm-hmm. So it could be just him. It could just be another Palpatine looking back at him, but he doesn't know, like. His master? Mm, could he did kill him in his sleep. Did could kill him in his sleep. I didn't think about this. Okay. Whoa. That could be, if they're going down that route, that's pretty cool. Because Plagueis, Plagueis is bigger. Like, he isn't human, I don't think. I think he's some alien form, but he's big. Yes, yes, he is. Um, and it'd be really sick if Snoke is the degraded form of Plagueis, yeah. and it is the host body. Um, that would whoa, be cool. that, that'd be pretty sick if it's Plagueis. Because that, that, that makes oh, sense for the snarl as well. He's looking at his master that he killed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's... Ooh. I am every voice you have ever heard inside your head. Fucking, that's one of my... One more thing I want to throw out. I saw it, and it'd be pretty cool. Bendu. If Bendu's coming back. Mm. Um, because the, the ship that got crash landed at the very beginning of the show, Lightning Strike, was what brought it down. Someone's saying, and that's what allowed Omega and Crosshair to find that ship to have plan 87 or whatever in order to escape. Um, yeah, so yeah. the ship is very necessary um, in the first the place. is on their side. Exactly. Surprise. And then, um, like, a couple other things. Uh, I, I thought there was one other maybe maybe storm or nature-related thing that kind of seemed Bindu-like. Um, but 
that was the only thing that I remembered was the ship being knocked down by him and, and maybe Bendu's at work here, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I also think a thing that people aren't talking about enough are like the monsters that like the Empire is leaving behind kind of everywhere and, and these like fucked up creations. Creating. Yeah, exactly. So like that's happening and like people are just okay yeah there's these crazy monsters that we've never seen before never heard of before but are like what that's what they can do like they can just if you slice it's like slice them in half they're still alive and even creepier and and then like a little slithery thing and then you get and most importantly like they're from hemlock who's working on mm-hmm. and this Thing. I don't think we've seen the true monster of of Mount Tantus. I think the things that the uh, little dogs, I don't, I don't that whatever Baxter or Batcher is, um, what they fought against that big thing. I think that's just kind of like another normal kind of animal that's out there. Like I think there's still something else out there that is dog on far more. Yeah, because because um, Hemlock is like, oh, if they're out there they're like they're fucked they're fucked like there's there's no reason to send um a search party they're trying to get these animals mean enough to go out and kill or what like what's the point of having them they're like whenever omega tried to domesticate batcher they're like no he's too domesticated we have to put him down because he's gonna die out there so like what why have these animals you know sort of thing maybe i don't know maybe they're for monster creation they need dna they're just fucking mashing dna together yeah, you know yeah. maybe no i can uh, see that you know and i think that that's um that's an interesting thing that i, I actually really enjoyed about this episode is emphasizing just how soulless and um how much they want to ruin all joy is it's not just i mean obviously we see like a wrath tar i think yeah uh, what ultimately yeah. Get them. So kills like, that dude hell yeah. yeah that's really sad we see some big fuckers you know we see some big boys um but we hear the sound of a porg scream i don't know if you heard that there was a little porg the, what? Yeah. What? yeah yeah uh-huh yeah. got that um, but um when he says lao has very strict pet policies mm-hmm. the empire isn't even allowing you to have a fucking pet man you don't get your fuzzy little companion. You don't get your little buddy. Okay. Yeah, they need their DNA. They need, and maybe that's how they're getting all these enhancements. That's what it comes from. Is like this little part of a Rathtar's DNA is what makes them so fucking big and strong and whatever. So we'll put that in a human and bada bing, bada boom. There's Wrecker, and or whatever. Well, see, like you know? that's what's that's what's uh, that's what's so specifically uh, fucked about it. Is that nobody's keeping Rathtars as pets? You know, mm. we're talking like there is no aspect of your life that is going to be the same under the Empire. Um, I'd see like, uh, oh my God, how am I blanking on his name? Anarchist. Uh, Rogue One sees this, uh, the horizon. He, what the hell? Saw Guerrera. Oh my god. Oh, okay. I can okay. see Saw Guerrera like being a dude to be like, yeah, I got a pet Rathtar. Like, there's That's, people yeah. have uh, Jabba and more gullet back in that yeah, place. You know, Jabba and Boba had a um, a Rancor as mm-hmm. a pet. Uh, Boba rode one. 
Um, yeah, so true. they used to ride the freaking um, whatever. Mythosaur. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So I'd say a, a Rancor is not necessarily. A Raptor, yeah. A Raptor. Yeah, oh, I'm getting. The there's too many mythical creatures yeah. in my head right now, yeah. but. Um, no, I loved that though. Like the letting them loose and setting them free and them being what tears down mm-hmm. the empire. Like I've always loved the nature versus mechanical yeah. uh, that they do with like a, a, the rise of Skywalker when the, the, they're not on speeders, sir. You know, they're riding horses on like that is fucking awesome. You know, like mm-hmm. that's, that's the shit I yeah. love. So getting a little bit of that was super cool. I love, I, I love the character design this week. Um, I love, mm. I want the loud disguises for action figures and it sucks that we certainly will not get that, but there, like there was once upon a time mm. several years ago, many, many moons ago, like 20 years ago that that'd be getting turned into an action figure. And it sucks that that's not the case anymore. Um, cause the loud disguises are dope. I love crosshairs is, vibe. Is um, it like a mouth warmer? I was trying to think of yeah, like because like it's a, there's a scarf and then that thing you know and I was I was wondering like what what it could be maybe like um maybe like a phone and your voice just can't be heard you know right. it's just like you're just talking into that thing um but no I do I I definitely the costume design was sick um, it, was, it, was, it was it was awesome this week um, but yeah I mean I I was very happy with this episode it it, it, it it was just, it's just so nice to have this back on Wednesday yeah. mornings, you know, uh, and this was a particularly good one um, in terms of the feels. It's just it's triumphant. It's happy. Mm. It's good. Obviously, there's a lingering tension at the end there, but um, yeah. I think that's only natural. People online are like, what the fuck are they looking at him like that for? Like, come on now. There'd be a lingering tension. Don't be don't be. Don't Definitely. Be yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah, because. Was the Ryloth arc, was that season two? Seems like, definitely. That has to be season two. When they brought like, Harris Indela in and all that? I mean, I'm I'm not 100%, but I, I'm i like 90. I'm going to the episodes to see. Season two. Rescue on Ryloth. I think it's season one. Okay, maybe I would be wrong. Yeah, no, it's season one. It's Devil's yeah. Deal and Rescue on Ryloth. Um, okay, then what I was... Th- I'm pretty sure the last time the group saw wow. Crosshair was when they went their separate ways in the season one finale. Because season two, he was really secluded. Um, he was left in on those random bases, you know, like a, he went to the... Uh, the separatist holdout and he you know like there's the outpost that's one of the best episodes of the show period so yeah i don't think any i don't think he was in plan 99 uh the season two finale like i don't think he's there whenever they go get omega because he's already been locked up Mm -hmm. um okay wow okay so it has been quite some time yeah, when he yeah, actively so. chose to stay with the Empire over them as far as Hunter and Wrecker think. Um, Damn. That's why I'm like, I, I'm i excited for however they ease the tension here. I think it has to relate to tech. Um, yeah. I think that Omega is obviously going to be a peacekeeper. I think she's just good at that. Um, but um, I'm looking forward to it. I don't think, if I were them... 
we get in that ship and we fucking go, man. We don't have the fucking time, bro. I, I think we're fucked. I think there's like, I think that either they don't make it off this moon or they, which I don't think it'd be pretty impossible. Say to they escape. go back to Pabu right now. Is that endangering Pabu? Do is yeah. do they not go back to Pabu because of that? Um, if the ship gets destroyed, no chance they go back to Pabu. They can track the they can track the other one. Um, now, if they were to go to if the uh, if their ship is not destroyed, I see that happening. Um, but like, what line, if they just go right now, right now, right off the moon? They hop in the ship straight to Pabu. I'd like that. I'd like that. Um, I'd be willing to bet Hemlock. He's like track, track it. He's probably got crosshair wired up somehow. Um, uh, not like knowingly. He probably put a fucking tracker on crosshair though. Like that's oh shit. In him, you know. Oh um, fuck. They do all maybe, sorts of fucking. Maybe an Omega and, as well. Yeah. Like, I'm like they they they're putting needles oh. in them every single fucking day, man. They're probably tracking them. Um, Damn it! They probably don't even need a ship that they are capable of tracking. You know. Um, Fuck. Oh man. Yeah, it's not looking good. That's the thing. Because no. we it's still have to see get, Cad Bane. Get worse. We have Cad Bane coming up. We have a Assad. Is this yeah? What the. F- I mean, like, it's crazy to me because I, I am also listening to Dooku Jedi Lost, like, in the oh, background. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I think I'm, like, three hours in now. So, like, mm-hmm. it's just crazy that I'm... Asajj will pop up here, which will be insane. Uh, Finnick Shand, I think, was was in the trailer as well. So, like, we got a lot of bounty hunters. We got a lot of people... Yeah, I guess Asajj kind of kind of the wild card over here but yeah, whether she is um, bounty hunting or if she's just right place right time for sensitive i mean like the path you know how to it could that fold in somehow um, omega go down the yeah, path and that's how yeah. she's protected and and that's not heard about and everything okay, part of what like, i'm thinking you know like i, I think that's, that's a distinct possibility her um, and grogu that just, would be another tie to obi-wan kenobi which would further that idea that maybe those vats of people are from. Could we see Grogu? Is this possible? I doubt it. Um, In the path, say like the path has like a say. I don't know. Something. I'd be willing to bet the path is careful enough to not overlap that sort of thing. Ah, uh, um, they did say it was like a web, like a. A web of of paths and and there's stuff. A lot so. of go- there's a lot going on, hmm. but I mean, nevertheless, I loved this episode. I can't wait for next week. Uh, I, I when that cut to black today, I was like, yeah, yeah, that's that feels right. But goddamn, I want more. I want more. You know, I'm I like, know yeah, that's where you we're gonna end it. I'm sure it was. Um, the return. It is just a single uh, release, right? It's not. Yes, a- season three episode. Okay. I think season. Uh, episodes six and seven are the next double release, I think. Yes, yes, um, yes, they are. Okay, so we have a little bit. Uh, or we have one more episode until then. Then we'll with get a double release coming. Double. We're getting left on another, I think we're getting left on another, like, ooh, what's about to happen sort of thing, you know? Infiltration uh, and extraction is the double. So they're going back to Mount Tantus. I think that's that's probably my bet is this is the, well, maybe that's the next episode. That's called 
the return, maybe it's the return to Mount Tantus. It could be the return of the group, could be return of tech, could be return to Mount Tantus, could be... Lots of returns possible. The return Um, of the Jedi, the return return of... Abu, um, return to anything, you never know. Uh, We'll return next week with whatever... We haven't seen them yet, you know? That's true. Okay, yeah, maybe it is just a full reunion of everybody but the one everybody's still living on pabu you know everybody come through type shit um that is true i forgot they have to link up with with echo um and and rex and all them so okay we got a lot to look forward to but uh yeah before we before we wrap this up i'm gonna go ahead and do our plugs if you would at the patreon.com slash penny bloom pod where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content all sorts of book reviews, comic book reviews, movie reviews, and the like. For $3 a month, you can support the podcast financially, which is huge because it costs me money and I don't make any off of it unless it's over there. Head to Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom Pod, follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Remember to leave a five-star rate and review wherever you might be listening and to continue to download episodes. Also follow on TikTok or watch on YouTube. We uh, just look up Penny Bloom Podcast and we're there. Uh, but yeah, any last thoughts? on on this on this episode let's see i guess i don't know do we want to put anything in the predictions box anything solid that we think that we're we're thinking um Um, as far as like next week i like the mace windu uh that's the first time i've ever heard of that like being in the um in one of the vats or something to be like confirmed dead I could see, um, I could see that being Palpatine's like specific oh, trophy. That's right. Could be Plagueis. True. Um, could be. I think that's a fun one. That's a fun prediction to make. Is who's in there? I think that'll that'll. I mean, it has to be revealed, right? They wouldn't do the tease. Oh, I mean, it look- could be, and that's the thing is, it could be as simple as just prequel Jedi. It could be fucking Kid ah, Fisto. It could be Isla Secura. It could be Shakti. It could be fucking Blow Coon. Yeah. Oh, dude, shit! No, he kind of blew up in a ship, though. He kind of went. Oh yeah, boom, no, boom. that's what it um, is. Um, but that's my thing is that like it, it could be someone extremely important. It, it's probably just some prequel Jedi. Um, okay, this is. Hmm, this is very interesting. It could many different routes. Could be Palpatine's host body, could be Snoke, could be Plagueis, could be a clone, could be uh, who the fuck? It's someone with the high M count or somebody. That's why I'm ready to see. That's why I'm ready to see. Um But yeah, I mean like not not much has changed for me from last week. Um mm-hmm. I'm like my immediate prediction is either we don't get off this moon or the ship's not lasting much longer. Really? Mm-hmm. But isn't... What's wrong? You mean, like, the Empire is going to blow it up? Yes, yes, yes. Damn. You really think they're that hot on their tail? They have, like, yeah. no time? I mean... I guess not. Because at the end, they did say they managed to leave that warehouse or whatever on a freighter, and then Hemlock is just like, all right, fucking track them. Like, track them, yeah. Not not find them, or not track like, them. track so, them. I think, I think it's pretty safe to assume he knows they where They don't have much time, I don't think. They're on their fucking tail. Um, Damn. But yeah, so, 
Uh, I think we're saying goodbye to at least the ship soon. Um, which will suck, but, uh, damn ship go bye bye. Okay. Um, I like that. Okay. I think probably not immediately on this moon. I bet we get like one more tech turn, you know, like one more, like one last ride. Yeah. They plug, they'll plug the goggles in. They'll, Maybe that's what home, it is. They'll be, video, it'll be calm. They'll be watching yeah. tech stuff, but then it'll be interrupted by, oh shit. Yeah. Uh, boom. They got to go techio drift on that ass. Hera you know? come to the rescue? I'm like, how much does Ryloth come into play since we are on Ryloth? They are right yeah. there. They yeah. are right there. What if they need to, like, go to Ryloth? They're like, hey, uh, well, we only know Hera. So. Yeah, we only like, know the Sindulas, but as far as we know, the Sindulas have been like imprisoned and uh, and and stuff like that. So, like, how much help can they really be? I mean, like, it would be up to Hera and Chopper. Mm. Um, so, like, uh, it would be fun. I don't see it happening, but it could be fun. Um, I would like it. I love Hera. That's one of my favorites. That's that's one we're of my right there, favorites. man. I mean, uh, we're right there. You could see Ryloth in the background. The screenshot you sent me of Hera up on that moon. It's the it's the the, the same, same fucking, fucking background, dude. It's like, it's perfect. Same spot, uh-huh. same place. And Omega and Hera did say, you know, maybe we'll see each other again one day, you know, like that. I would love it. I would love it. And I, I could see it happening. Um, I just feel like we don't... Um, I guess it we is imperially occupied. It's not like they're bringing the Empire to Ryloth, so maybe it is a thing. Um, hmm. But, uh... Hera. The return of Hera Syndulla. That's is actually the return. the return. The return of who matters. Uh, yeah. No, okay. Don't want to say everyone else C-110 doesn't matter. C110P. Chopper. Oh. Oh, that's his. Okay. How rude of you. He would be so offended if you called him that, I'd say. You know? Um, one dash 10P. Chop. chop. Spells chop. Um, chop. Maybe yeah. does he prefer to go by Chop? Maybe who knows? Does the I don't know. He seems pretty vocal with Hera. If he wanted to go by Chop, I'm sure they'd be going by Chop. What the fuck? Yeah, he what the is fuck? very wow. very vocal. Yeah, um, but, very uh, murderous. Yeah, I think with that we can go ahead and conclude this episode of the Bad Batch Bitches. We will be back next Friday with season three, episode five. But in the meantime, on Monday we will be beginning. No. Monday is our Penny Bloom Film Awards, baby. Mm-hmm. That's what's coming Monday. We are also dropping our top 10 favorite movies of 2023. There are three episodes on Monday. Two-parter for the awards and the top 10 films of 2023. So we got a lot of good stuff there. I would strongly recommend tuning in for that. Um, it's it's just, a, it's just a wonderful time talking all those wonderful movies from last year. Um, and then next Wednesday, we are beginning our Dev Patel Actors Spotlight with the last airbender the low point of the project uh so here here we're going in full full tilt only going up from here mm-hmm. um the last got airbender a connection yes i don't know it's 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 land fighting against big machine you know so there you get kind of star wars like Oh, there's a little bit. Of, I mean, there's a good and evil and the, you know, good side and a bad side, you know. So mm-hmm. we got a little Star Wars energy there. It's just not nearly as good as anything Star Wars has ever done. Not even close. Um, yeah. No. And no. Uh, like I said, next Friday and every Friday thereafter, we're covering the Bad Batch, baby. 
um until this shit is over we're riding it out so uh keep on coming back but yeah with that i was colton robertson and i was joined by joseph george thank you very much homie oh thank you for having me it's always a pleasure to be here oh and it's always a pleasure to have you and remember peace love and bloom and always praise the bad batch